Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Nakamegado, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two former basketball players open a pack of 99-2000 Fleer Ultra basketball cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter. And with me, as always, is the Essex Assassin, the English Enigma, the British Bully, the McDonald's Line Leaper, the Marvel of Medicine, the Basildon Brain Teaser, the One Pot Screamer, and Hardaway's Homie, Mr. Ian Rudd. Peter. I hate that. Don't you start with that. I want to thank you for introducing me on Magic <laughs> on the Blacktop, the interactive 90s basketball podcast. I would have preferred... My nickname from season one, the Saruna Skipper. That's your favorite. Thank you, though. Thank you, though. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, take care. Happy holidays. Is that about right? God Did I get, bless. God bless. There might have been a God bless in there. I don't, I don't think he said God bless. <laughs> I don't think he liked you that much. No. Anyway, um, yeah, what about it? Me and Tim Hardaway, we yeah, chums. You're the, you're the Hardaway's homie. You're Did you say friend. you were a former basketball player? <laughs> I wanted to test you on that. I didn't. I, for, I always forgot. Like uh, I've said, like slags. I've said buddies, two mm. crazies. I don't know. Mm. But I, I didn't have anything this week. And I remember you played basketball, and I've touched you, a basketball before. I've shot some hoops. I've seen you shoot a half court shot and walk away like it went in. It looks almost like it went in, but mm. the jury's still out. I'm going to uh, post that in the yeah, Discord. Yeah, post it in the Discord. Let's see if we can get some... Somebody will zoom in CSI that style. That can be the weekly discussion. <laughs> did, did Pete score this shot? No, um, and it's funny you mentioned that Peter. I've watched it about 4,000 times. I've mm. got the music stuck in my head that he had on in his background. I've isolated just his voice. Okay. So I've cut all the outside distractions. Mm. Uh, you know... It was heartbreaking at the time, but I, and even though it was at my expense, I'm always thankful for uh, a really good prank. That was the best prank I've ever done, I think. I think it's the best one I've ever <laughs> had done to me. That's way up there, man. But um, you got GP. I did get Gary Payton. How is Tim Hart? Is that kind of put Tim Hardaway into, into check a little bit? Uh, is he, is I he... heard him, you know, mumbling, Peter, Gary Payton can't even hold the ball, the glove. <laughs> Well, we shall see how uh, how your team plays out. But you got to be happy with that. For that era, two fantastic point guards. Absolutely. And you know what's funny is I actually was really excited about Tim Hardaway. <laughs> I, I, he wasn't excited about joining me, yeah. but I'm I'm pumped. I love Gary Payton. Yep. He was the one that got away for us in season. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> you were the keyboard. Sorry. Why, why Sorry. would you do that? Uh, he was the one who got away in season one along yep. with John Stockton. Yep. And uh, he's come up twice already in yeah. these, these packs. I Week got one. I came in my pack. A few people picked him over Jason Kidd. And then, mm. yeah, like we said, it could have been either way. But um, I'll tell you what, before we go any further into this, should we say what's coming up? Yeah. We've got a few things. We've got a mystery player. Looking forward to that. We've got, uh, we're going to talk about the weekly discussion. Yep. I guess the main thing, we're both going to open a pack of Fleer Ultra 99 2000 cards, look at the players within, and then we're going to draft a player onto our own teams. That's right. This is week six of that. And uh, then we're going to look at the Cheryl Full Classic. That's right. And so See the movers and shakers this week. And you know what? This week is a rare one because we normally record on a Sunday. So we don't really know what's gone on in the Discord server prior to that. However, today we're recording on a Thursday. Not only a Thursday. It's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. It is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ian. And, oh, I got something. You want something? Don't I, worry. It's nothing big. It's not like well, Tim Hardaway's I, not in my bathroom. Okay, Hold on. <laughs> I hope not. I, I got something for you, too. Oh, no. Okay. Do you, uh, do you have a bottle? 
I do. It's always on my keys because I'm a drunk. Oh, look at this. A couple, couple of bruisers. Couple of Hugh Gardens. We'll have to ask. Is it, are they? No, they're Belgium, aren't they? I don't think the Dutch. They'll probably know though. Um, and have you ever seen one of these before? I'm going to post on the Discord server what this is. A chocolate orange. You look confused. So this is a Terry's chocolate orange. Now, my grandmother has not been very well recently, unfortunately. But every year since I was a kid, she would buy me, my my dad, my uncle, all the men in the family would get a chocolate orange each. And it's a tradition in my family. And I found them in Japan. It's very hard to do, but I found them. So this is the greatest offering the UK has. The greatest offering. I Terry's think so. chocolate oranges. It's, uh, it's either that or Elton John. It's one of the two. <laughs> However, this is... Uh, is it an actual orange? No. Okay. See. But uh, the people listening in the UK will know what these it's are. It's quite heavy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Break it open. Oh, this is going to bang the mics a little bit. There you go. Tap it on the desk. There I just go. knocked it on my own head. Take a piece. Okay. Just take a bite. Yeah. That's good. That is Terry's chocolate orange. No, thank you very much. This reminds me of Christmas, you see. Well, Ian, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. And uh, cheers. Thank you for the chocolate orange. You're very welcome. I wish your grandmother uh, a speedy recovery, and I hope she's well. Thank you very much. Uh, my present for you, I'm happy to say, is not currently in my possession. Is it a cameo request? It's not a cameo request. Let's not do I, those anymore. Can we, can we no, make a gentleman's agreement? I, I think, like, and I, 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 you know me, I'm a firm believer. You got me. I take, the, I take my lumps. It'd be kind of, it's nothing's going to top it. Unless Eduardo Nahara comes up If he up shows up, I'll do it in a minute. Okay. For myself. Um, no, I was searching for like a gift for you. Mm. And I ended up buying a gift for us. Because <laughs> I, I want to be a part of it too. But there was a really interesting thing on Nocton. It was like in Japan, they have these things called mystery bags. Where mm. you go to a store and you pay like 6,000 yen and you get like tons of stuff. Yeah, I, I'm aware of those. Uh, sometimes they're really good. And sometimes they're terrible. Less reputable places. Just put all the, any old in there that they can't sell during the year. And uh, yeah, but well, I oh. bought a hundred and sixty dollar NBA bag. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I figured we could open it like, but it's arriving in January fifteenth. Awesome. That that will be around um, about week, week eight or nine or no seven. Brilliant. Yeah. But it might might be delayed. But I figure we can not open them all at once. But each week we can open a little. Piece NBA, of NBA. What like like, what kind of stuff? Well, the sample bag had like jerseys, hats, coasters. Wow. All kinds of crazy shit. Hundred eighty dollars. Hundred sixty, seventy-five, something like that. It was like Ichiman, Nanasen in. But I thought like you know I get that cool Japan money. Yeah. Let's burn it on a few toys. Awesome. Thank you. I look forward to look forward to. It's probably like a Spurs uh, collection of stuff. All right. So um. We mentioned a Discord server there. It's part of, uh, we are on social media. We have an Instagram account. We have a, don't have a Twitter. We have an Instagram account and we have a Discord server where we like to discuss things with people, some of whom are taking part in the Cheryl Ford Classic, which we'll get to at the end of the show. Yep. So we're recording on a Thursday, like you said, not only Thursday, Christmas Eve. Very special. And uh, that means we can see who, who have backed our packs this week before we open them. That's a first. Oh, I've poor souls. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone's made their choice, but about uh, half the people. And when I last checked around lunchtime today, it's 50-50. Six for you, six for me. So um... I, there is no trends. That's what I've decided. There are no, there's no clear evidence to say like everyone agrees I'm unlucky and that I'm bad luck. But they keep it, it's either they're banking my luck will change. Hmm. Or that it'll it'll. You know what's bad though. What's that? We kind of joke that I've got the better team, you know, and, I've, and you might be forgiven for thinking that because because Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady and all these things. However, as you found out last week, when you actually compare our fives 
total mm. points on the Dreamcast. You beat me. Oh, by like three points. But still. Yeah, and it's it's. Why are we be... feeling sorry for you? Your team's better at the moment. Well, I don't think it's necessarily better. You're top heavy. You mm. have the two best players of the ten, mm-hmm. and Jason Kidd and Kevin Garnett. Who's uh, let me down? T Mac and Vince Carter. Really, they're both mid to low eighties. They're young rooks. They haven't proved themselves yet. Yeah, proved and themselves so, to me. But I've got like the right. I've got the, the high eighties or, or like low nineties. You've got guys on the way out who they have to give like e, not EA. Is it EA? Sure. No, it's Sega. Sega have to give them. It's the golden handshake. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Well, it's only him. Thanks, Pip. <laughs> that's the only guy I've got that's kind of be uh, kind of exceeding expectations. GP. Oh, Reggie Miller too. Reggie Miller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of my guys. Um, but it's it's an exciting time, and uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like this week my luck will change. My team is finally going to turn a corner, and you're going to be in big trouble, buddy. Okay. Well, in a second, we're going to look at our teams and see who we're going to be going for this week. But before that, it's the weekly discussion time. Our Discord discussion. Last week, ah. we have talked about uh, logos. Yeah, it's very fun. Let's keep it on a similar theme, NBA-based. Well, not NBA-based. Favorite teams, yeah? We're going to do that? No, it's favorite player and oh, why. Yeah. We just spoke about it literally three minutes ago. Sorry. Uh, favorite. Who's your favorite player and why? Mm. So with the, I'm eating these chocolate oranges. This is a bad idea. Give okay, me, I'm going to put that back. It, yeah. um, the thing about this is don't just say uh, Kobe Bryant or Gary Payton. Tell us that cool story of why you like that player. What was it about them? Was it because they were traded to your team or maybe your father took you to a game and you, you saw this amazing moment? Does it have to be an NBA player? Just basketball. Your favorite professional basketball player. Yeah, because you can go off the board. Because I'm going to be talking about Eric Burks and John White. and Who? Exactly. <laughs> Those are politicians. Okay, so whoever your favorite player is, uh, I'm excited to hear the stories and the, uh, the legends. I'm excited to hear why Eduardo Nahara is your favorite player. God, I love Eduardo Nahara. I've got a piece of his jersey. I know. That was a gift of you in season one. I'm very generous. Ah, Yes, you are. But I'm more interested in what you can tell me about the (laughs) mystery player. Oh, I forgot to prepare a clue. (laughs) You forgot to prepare it? Hold on. Let me bring up his... uh... Oh, you you already have the... You already know who it is. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, it's mine. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be bad if I didn't know. Um, So, as I said before... The question has to be really vague, because even if I said, like, his name begins with an F. Nah, it's going to be too much. It doesn't. But if it did begin with an F, people, the list, the clues I've already given probably narrow it down to about 20 players, and then, or maybe even less, and then people are just going to be able to search. Like, it can't be an easily searchable clue, so I've got to be very, very um, careful with it. So, can you recap the clues so far off the top of your head? This is a question for you. That's tough. You might be able to do it. They've I been got over, faith in you. I'm missing one clue, I think. They've been in a movie. Yep. They've been on at least three teams, possibly four. Yep. And then last week's clue is escaping me at the moment. It was something along the lines of... He's the top scorer. Of his college team. There we go. Three clues. I am now on his Wikipedia page trying to find something else. Okay. <laughs> Oh, God. And also, just for the record, you don't need to... Don't Google anything anyway. You owe it to yourself to to a good brain teaser. Oh, what? To like... Not you. I mean, the people listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need yeah, to Google. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. It's a gentleman's agreement not to scurry around looking for clues. All right, what's the next one? In his post-playing career, he has been hired in a coaching capacity. Oh, this could be professional or... Semi-professional. Might be his son's YMCA rec league team. I don't know. Well, I do know, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay, interesting. There's your clue. He has been hired 
as a coach post-playing career. Hmm. All right, Bill Russell. No, I don't know. <laughs> Was I right? <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember last season? We were talking about it last season. Someone tweeted, "Bill Russell would be smiling down from heaven." Like Boston did something, and he was like, "Hey, I'm not dead yet." He's like, "I'm still alive." Okay, buddy. Yep. Okay. Oh, the mystery player. All right. Now it's time to. We've got our clue. It's time to see who is on our team and review them. Uh, and see where we're going, who and you're targeting. As we said uh, last week, we seem to mention players, and we only mention, ever mention like two or three players, I feel like, at the beginning of the show, and they always seem to come up. Last week, I said I wanted Rick Smith. He came up. That's right. Didn't pick him. Yeah. But he came up. So I'm going to call it now. I'm going to call out a player now. Who you I'll, got? I feel like Alonzo Mourning's coming up. Wow. If he comes up, can we agree something weird is going on? This is genuinely, we're not messing with the packs or anything like that. They're not trying to be weird, but can we agree if Alonzo Mourning comes up in one of these packs today, the walls are bugged or something something's going on well i also i had a premonition as well so if both of these happen because i i've been thinking a lot about it uh, i just grant hill won't get out of my mind grant hill people don't know he's read every yeah. player on the index and then he edits it out this was a 12 minute segment <laughs> all right so look last week i, I, I hope mugsy bugs comes up for today's selection <laughs> peter who you got eric dampier uh, Alonzo Mourning, Rick Smits. I'm just listing them all. I can't. Eric Dampier's not even in the league, is he? Okay. Well, anyway, here's the thing. Um, you know, this is the season of giving and, and Christmas gifts. Mm. I think you're going to get a lump of coal today. That's what I think. You've been okay. a bad boy. Well, it, well, well, that's true. But it's uh, week six is about because so, I, I feel like last week you were clawing it back a bit. GP, big name. It's been a while since you had one like that. Could it could it be a sign the tides are changing? We both need a big man though. That's what that's what we're focusing on. I want a big Alonzo Morning with I will take Shaq, and we're good to go. Okay. So my team right now is as currently structured. I've got Gary Payton and Tim Hardaway running the ball. I've got Reggie Miller draining threes. Antoine Walker looking at that bench. He's thinking I could take a break if you get someone better. And then I have Big Pip, Scotty Pippen. Need a big. I do need a big. Me too. I've got I've got Jason Kidd. I've got Allen Iverson. They're not big guys. I need a big one. Uh, I've got T-Mac. I've got Vince Carter. I've got and the, the cousin connection yeah, there. Yeah, you got both a giant young. named Kevin Garnett. Yeah, so uh, he'll do temporarily. But I could do a big lump. I could do like, uh, like I said, I'm... I slightly regret not taking Rick Smith. I'm a little shocked he didn't. But you got to, you got to pair, if you've got T Mac already on your team. Like I said, KG's taking him under his wing. He's, he's helping, but having your cousin there as well. I don't know what I'm talking you about. You know what's just astonishing? I just want to let you know though. Yeah. People give me a lot of shit on our Discord about why did you pick this guy or why did you do that. Good. You've never ever been called into question for some of your pass-ups. I'm cl- clearly making good choices. Yeah. Well, let's just see how that goes. All right. Shall we finally go to the packs? Say sure we're good. John Kim. Boy. Three three. I thought there was only two for some reason. I thought there was only paper or rock, <laughs> and I panicked. Okay. Does that mean uh... you get the first pick and you get to pick which, who opens what? Ooh, the Grant Hill special. I, uh, I feel like you know what? I'm gonna buck my own trend here. This one. This one looks fun. I usually don't go this route. You don't even know what I just did, but it's wild. Get these out of my face. Okay. I also feel I'm just feeling lucky. There's gonna be an insert. We haven't had one for a while. Wow, that was I've, a great one. These did, feel really nice and loose. I have a question. Yeah. This noise you're hearing right now is us trying to click the, trying to break the cards in. Is that what you say? They're all stuck together because the glue's 20 years old. If these cards had bubblegum inside, would you eat it? I absolutely would. <laughs> you know I would. I thought as much. I don't even need to finish this hoe garden to tell you that. It's not the pronunciation I know. Please don't come at me. All right, now wait. Before I open this, did you want your card read first or do you want it read last? 
I feel like recently you've been reading mine first. So this time I'm going to switch it. I'm going to read yours first. I'm putting the pack down. Do you want to open it now, though, just so that... Yeah, that's a good idea. I realize that you... Ooh, perfect. I have the little rules card so I can block all knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for this? So we've got 10 cards. And I need a big... Let's start this off with a bang. One of the greatest players in the game. Wow! Which is why he plays for the Essex Jammers. Wow. Number 32 on the card. Number, number one, one in your, your hearts. hearts. It's let, Kevin let me Garnett. have that joke. Let no, me have that joke. that joke. Let me have that joke. That's no. a great joke. It's Jason Kidd. He is... Nobody in history has said he's number one in our hearts. Well, this is true. He's not a lovable <laughs> player, is he? Do you want to hear about Jason? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I know him pretty well, but let me hear more. Kidd was a one-man show in 98-99, leading the NBA in assists per game and also in triple doubles. Mm. He, he liked to rebound. Uh, with seven, five more than his closest competitor. Wow. Hang on. The second highest triple double was two? I guess. <laughs> That's awful. Well, because the triple doubles th- didn't used to be a thing, man. I mean, they weren't like sought after or tried for. Yeah, but two is the second highest in, in the season. Yeah. I mean, Westbrook averaged a triple double. I know. That was insane. Yeah, well, let's not dwell on him too much because you can't pick him because he's already on my team. But I still want to, you know, I want to give the guy a little bit of credit. He was notably on season one on the Kansas Blockers. Yeah. One of the worst players in the game. Oh, on on the video game simulation. simulation? Awful. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Hmm. And uh, and this is what we're all playing for. But I imagine on the Dreamcast. I imagine imagine the good people at Sega have seen the error in EA's ways and have given him his, his, his juice. Well, coincidentally, the, the NBA game we played in Season 1 is made a year later than the Dreamcast one. Oh, that's right. But with limited technology. Yeah. All right. That's your, a good point. Your first card is a big man, and he's come up before in these very packs. Don't get your eyes too excited. It is the one, the only, often overlooked, but never forgotten, Zadrunas Ilgauskas. You know what? He's not bad. You know what? That puts me at ease a little bit because I would take him and not not feel that bad about it. I wouldn't be happy. I would. But I wouldn't be let down. And you know what? It's even cooler. What? I, I uploaded some photos today to the Discord from last week's packs. I didn't realize he had hair at one point. Yeah, <laughs> he did. And it's like... <laughs> Looks he, good. He does. Uh, but I, I, like, I like him without... Oh, really? I just liked him. I just like this player. He's from Lithuania. Yeah, as we said last week, uh, two-time All-Star. LeBron probably helped that out a little bit, but he was always solid. Uh, he's, uh, even before LeBron arrived at the uh, Cavs, he was uh, a very solid contributor on a bad team. But Yeah, and I think he's... At, he's look, look here, he's got 15 and 9 a game. The guy's great. Oh, he only played five games. Uh, the year before, okay, so the year before that, he had fourteen and nine, mm. so it's about the same anyway. Yeah, you know what? You cannot go wrong with this pick. It's not like you're getting one of the worst bigs. You're not getting Michael Doliak. No, hopefully things will improve. But if they don't, fair enough. Zeke, I call him Zeke. It's I feel, Z. I just, I, but no I think eek. it's Zeke. I actually googled it and I found one website calling him Zeke, but it was like Bleacher Report. <laughs> so I feel like I think I they know. ranked Kevin Garnett like thirty eighth ever. Okay. okay, anyway, your next player. Mm-hmm. One of the best players to ever play the game. On the Essex Jammers. Which is why he's a member of the Essex Jammers. What is this <laughs> shit? What did you pick this cursed pack? You got Vin Sanity. What an awesome pack this would have been so far. Jason Kidd to Vince Carter. Okay, you want to hear a little bit about Vince? Yes. Well, okay. This is, again, remember though, she's only his second season, but in his rookie year, averaged 18.3 points a game, 5.7 rebounds and 3 assists. The NBA and the Sporting News Rookie of the Year led all first-year players in scoring and shat blocking. Shat? Oh, no. (laughs) He was third in assists and fourth in rebounding. 
Yeah, I um, I presume that's shot blocking, but I don't know. I'd like to think it isn't. Can't read it. The card's been destroyed. Just so you know, though, just because these players have been drafted by the Essex Jammers, they're still available to all of you out there listening. This is the thing. Uh, if the same player was to come up in both our packs today, then you can't pick him. But either of these players, if they're not already on your team, you can pick them. This is for the people playing at home. Yeah. People in the Cheryl Full Classic. It is important to note that because there is some confusion. Yeah, yeah. Jason Kidd and Vince Carter, some nice choices not for, bad, not, for bad. not Peter. You've got one of the greatest high school players in recent memory. I can't even say it. Memory. Dijon Wagner. Oh, no, he's not in the league. He's not yet. Uh, his jersey was retired and hangs up in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Jonathan Bender. No, he's 6'1", 168 from Georgia Tech, from Queens, New York. Kenny Anderson. He's a good player. Um, I've got guards. You've got your guard heavy. I've got too many guards. He was on the Nets, the Hornets, the Blazers, the Celtics. So he's in. He's been. He's a vet. How? Um, when did he enter the league? What season? He joined in the ninety-one, ninety-two season. Okay. Look how nice the ball looks in that era. Oh yeah. I love that ball. It's a good card. I don't picture him with a Celtic. It's odd seeing him wearing a Celtics uniform. I don't like either. Like I say, he's a net for me. But not anymore. He's he's okay. on uh, he's on his fourth well, can, team. Can I ask last season output? Sure. Just curious. Last might, season, might be very high. It wasn't, but he was doing <laughs> okay. 13 points, 6 assists, and 3 boards. But he did have highs of 18 a game, 19 a game, things of that nature. He's a good guard. But uh, So Kenny Anderson and Zajunas Ilgauskas are your first two players. Who is my next Essex Jammer? Yeah, he's not. Okay. We wouldn't have him. <laughs> However, uh, you know, at this point, he's, he's past his sell-by date a bit. He's at the Warriors, which was an absolute graveyard for players at this time. But as a member of the Knicks, provided some of the greatest highlights for that franchise. You are a fan. John Starks? It's John Starks. He ah. dunked on Jordan, for God's sake. Well, I, when you say I'm a fan of John Starks, I don't know if that's exactly true. You wanted him in season one. A couple of times yeah, you mentioned Yeah, him. he's kind of cool. But I think if I'm, like you said, if I want John Starks, it's because I want the all-time version of John Starks. Exactly. You wouldn't want this one. 13.8 uh, points a game, 3.3 rebounds, 4.7 assists. A former okay. NBA All-Star and sixth man award winner, Starks, set a record for the most three-pointers in a game in an NBA playoff series with how many? Nine? 14. Oh, my God. A <laughs> lot. But it's um, since been broken by Clay or Steph, I'm sure. I would have thought so, yeah. Um, but there he is, look, John Starks. Doesn't look right in a Warriors uniform. God, that's terrible. He He's wasn't a there Nick, for long. man. Yeah. He's put on a little bit of weight, too. Yeah, he looks a bit chubby. I was thinking that. Oh, we can't say that because people don't like it. Who said they didn't like it? When I said, who was it? Steve Oliver Smith. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Darren of the Cowling Street Fighters said I was body shaming him or something. I don't know. Well, he's put on a few, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> so, all right, are you ready? You are just coming up aces. You got another big man to choose from. He's not like one of the best. I'm not talking Shaq or Zoe or anything like that. But he was a New York Nick. He had a fun nickname. I believe this is his nickname. Charles Oakley. Uh, he exploded during the 1999 NBA playoff, averaging 15 points per game and 11 boards and three blocks against Indiana in the Eastern Conference Finals. You've got yourself the pride of Massachusetts College from Hartford, Connecticut, the Camby Man. Oh, Marcus Camby. Marcus Camby. He, he uh, can be on your team. Nice. Well done. Thank you very much. Had he already played for the Raptors? I can't get... I, I think that was his first team, he, right? He, he was drafted by the Raptors. Yeah, I imagine a very young Camby there. Output, please. Uh, well, last year, you know, was misleading because of the weird thing. Mm. But I just told you his playoff stats against the Indiana Pacers. So the game might reward that. Did you? I wasn't listening. 
Okay, anyway, he had eight points and six boards a game, but before that, he mm. was averaging 13 and eight. So, Camby comp- man's a big man, but you got Z and Camby. Little competition for Zeke. Okay, your next player, he came up last week. Well, that could be a good thing. Past his prime, Shaq's in the card, if that helps at all. Oh, thanks, man. Used to be... There's a, there's a famous fable. Do you know the one I'm talking about? And it's uh, I feel it applies to this guy. It's probably an Aesop fable. Like they're in the jungle and there's a very old lion and he's you know, on death's door. And all the other animals, because they were all scared of the lion, they all you know came around, they all gathered around him. They were laughing. And I think like some, some shit animal, like a bird or something, was like pecking at his head. And he's like, ah, and they were laughing at him. You're pathetic. You're on death's door. And do you know what he said to them? What? But I was a lion once. Which is the coolest thing in the world. That right? is cool, yeah. I, I've lived... You got Larry Johnson. LJ. Who was a who was a grandma once? He was. He's a grandma now. Or he literally Unfortunately. Yeah, hold he on. Is... There we go. Larry Johnson, New York Nick Larry Johnson, last season twelve points a game. A far cry from the twenty two point one he once averaged at the Hornets. Unbelievable. Um, well, that hasn't been in the league that long. He joined 91, 92. It's only 98, 99 we're looking at for last season. So clearly at the Knicks, he was not the same player he was at Charlotte. He did hit some big threes though. Well, the, the L... Yeah, yeah. The, the L shape, do you want to... And the, you one of the, the baseline. Do you remember his thing from last week? It said he was a boxer. Uh, I thought his dad was a boxer. No, Jamal Mashburn's dad oh, was a that's boxer. Right, a I think at one point we thought Larry Johnson was Jamal Mashburn's dad. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there he is. Well, speaking of the Charlotte Hornets, you got a nice flying guard from them. Now, oh, okay. That's oh, not Zoe, oh. sorry. Don't get your hopes up yet. I need to have a good player before I can give you a good player that I can actually draft. Well, Larry Johnson... It's not great. Um, so you've got yourself Ricky Davis. <laughs> oh, God, he's going nowhere near my team. Why not? He's a malcontent. He he once needed a rebound. I know. He threw it off his own backboard oh, to get the triple-double. What a Pete player. Get him on your team. Do you want him? <laughs> can, I, him. can I trade him for Larry Johnson? Uh, Ricky, a young Ricky yeah, Davis. Yeah, he must be. I didn't think his he was in his second year. In, uh, Boston? Or was he at... Is it Charlotte? Oh, sorry, you just said, yeah, Charlotte. I know he was at Boston, and I know he was obviously at the Timberwolves, but I can't... Well, he's from Las Vegas. It's a, it's a showy state, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he posted career highs of 32 points and seven boards against the Boston Celtics in a double overtime win on May 5th, 1999. He had a few crazy seasons. He had a few seasons where he was a fantasy... Yeah, he was a legend. Well, Stark, he was throwing yeah. the ball off the backboard yeah. to get his own rebounds. <laughs> Last year, he averaged four points a game and two, or one assist and two boards. You know, not you're not picking him. And he did. He is kind of a... I, I remember a lot of people, a lot of people when I was growing up and following basketball hated this guy. Oh, yeah. He was just... It, that. He had long hair, too, didn't he? He had the, he, he had the, bra- he had the cornrows. With the, but the, the long ones, like AI. Yeah, does he in... in no, this? no, no. He's got a, like a fade. Looks cool, though. Okay. But yeah, not a popular pick. I think he'd be well-liked in Essex. <laughs> They'd consider him one of the guys. Yeah, sorry, it's not good. Danielle Marshall came up before. I like Danielle Marshall, like though. Danielle he Marshall. had also braids. Uh, is, is he 800 years old? Got a this? shaved head in this one. No, he's not that old. Came in, he's been in the league five years. Is a Golden State Warrior, part of that awful Warriors team. I mean, memories of Troy Murphy and... I and love Matt Troy Tiger. Murphy, the Notre Dame legend. During the 97-98 season, Marshall put together the highest rebounds per game average of any small forward in the league with 8.6. Last season averaged slightly less than that, 7.1 rebounds, 1.4 assists, and 11 points per game. Not great. I'm really struggling here. You haven't actually given me any draftable players. How many cards we got? You got... You got... I still got five. I'm not worried five. yet. We both got five. You've got yourself a jazz player. 
A very famous jazz player, for the record. It's Jeff Hornacek, isn't it? The athletic swingman. It's, not, it's definitely not Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that threw him out. How wisely. The athletic swingman led the jazz in three-pointers, made and attempted last season, what? while finishing second on the club in scoring and steals per game. Well, it's Carmelo would be the high, top scorer. Clearly. For sure. John Stockton. I'd say so, he's part of one of the most famous highlights of all time as he's brushed aside on a game-winning shot from the legend Michael Jordan. Byron Russell? Byron Russell. I didn't realize he scored. <laughs> he averaged 2.2 points a game. No, he averaged uh, 13 and 5 a game. Wow. He's, he's a good player, it seems like. Uh, you know what? Props to him. He was drafted by the Jazz and spent years in developmental hell trying to get him mm. to a reasonable player. For the first three years, he averaged three points a game. And then finally, that Jordan wow. mishap. Whoa. Give the man his credit because the Jazz were they were still decent at this time. They weren't as good as they used to be with the the Bulls finals. That was a few years ago now when these cards come out. But they were still Stockton and Malone was well, wait, still no, it's playing. Just a year and a half before that, it was just yeah. Well, no, we're talking about ninety. These cards are ninety eight, ninety. These are ninety nine, right? two thousand, and the the Bulls final was ninety eight. Oh yeah. So it was only a year and a half. They had the shortened season than this one. So yeah. Yep. All right. Well, look at me. I have some knowledge. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Come on, buddy. Hook me up. Okay, your next player. Yeah. He's a, a Magic on the Blacktop legend. Seems to come up fairly often. Cool. Comes up at least twice a season, I would say. Maybe wow. three times. Wow. It's the little general. Oh, God. Nate McMillan. You always say Nate McMillan. It's, it's not. It's not. It's, it's uh, Avery Johnson. It's Avery Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> do I always say Nate you McMillan? Do. Drafted in 88. Oh, my God. By the Seattle Supersonics. Johnson hit the game-winning shot for the Spurs with 47 seconds left in the NBA... I can't read that. Something clinching game five victory over the Knicks uh, last season. You're not going to be happy with this. 9.7 points a game, 2.4 rebounds, 7.4 assists. Give the man a break. He's 40 years old. Avery ah, Johnson. Nate McMillan. X's and O's with Nate. Yeah, both coaches. But um... Ooh, you got someone I recognize. Wow, that's a that's a nice little callback from the past. A Kansas big man who played at college when I was in high school. So you're looking at a really famous guy from my neck of the woods. Uh, Rafe LaFrance got his name from the 1969 movie Home of the Bill. I can't read it. It's, I don't think that's the name of it. <laughs> Home of the Hill, almost, Home of the Kill. Almost certainly not. Home of the Pill. Before getting hurt last year, LaFrance uh, scored the LA Lakers for 24 points that's not scorching 12 rebounds that's kind of scorching on February 10th he averages 14 and 8 a game Rafe was a good player and one was this quite early in his career must have been second year because mm, he was in the league for a long time oh yeah Rafe's a big man he was at school with Paul Pierce and uh, who was the other guys in that Kansas team that were really famous uh, Heinrich maybe uh, I think he might have come a little bit oh, later oh Heinrich was with Collison yeah Nick Collison and yeah, Kirk yeah, Heinrich bit, but still Rafe and Pierce were like Kansas pride when I was in high yeah, school yeah he was a great college player yep um, and was in the league for a long time it seems so, I like Rafe LaFrance sorry I, I, I'm. did you just say I didn't listen did you just say his points <laughs> last season 14 and 8 got potential you got a lot of big men to choose from, whereas you've given it. me a whole bag of shit. Well, if I had this big man, I'd pick him in a heartbeat. Oh, great. I wonder how the game rates him because... I'll take him. It's a bit bittersweet. Because this is, without a doubt, one of the best passing big men of all time. Wow. Maybe the best passing big man of all time. But due to political issues and things like that, didn't come to the NBA until well past his prime. We still saw some great highlights from him. It's not very promising. It's not. 
but it's Sabonis. Uh, Arvidas Sabonis. Arvidas Sabonis. Is he the Trailblazers version? He is the Trailblazers version. I love Arvidas version. Sabonis. What a player. Can, can someone draft him, please? I can might. We, can we, can we, Leave him to me. I want him in the Cheryl Fall Classic. Can he someone... might be in the main event. How could you not love Arvidas? Okay. He always had a flop sweat. In a poll of NBA.com users, Sabonis was voted the international player who made the biggest worldwide impact in the modern era. There was only 13 users back then. Yeah, I feel like he might not top that anymore. But um, <laughs> I think Dirk might have him. Yeah. I reckon I reckon Yao would win that. <laughs> would oh, you're that probably right, yeah. Down. Okay, points. He's been in the league. This is 38th season. Well, no, no, no. He oh, didn't that's come right. to the that's NBA. Right. Uh, and you say I don't listen to you, Jesus. Uh, seven foot three. <laughs> wow. Two hundred and ninety-two pounds. We say one. We, we say one a big man. <laughs> oh my God! I don't Arvidas. get that much bigger. I thought we said he went to Kansas for a second. It was Countess, Lithuania. And last season, twelve point one points a game, seven point nine rebounds. The season before, sixteen. The season before that, thirteen. The season before that, fourteen. So we got a very consistent few years out of uh, out of Sabonis. But like I said, he joined when he was like thirty-two or something. He was. But I really like Arvidas. I really like him. What a face. He's got a cool jawline. He does. Damn it, Arvidas. You were born in 1964 in Kansas, Lithuania. You know what? Can you give me a second? I want to look up Arvidas Sabonis' uh, little team history. Yeah. You know how I like that? There was a great that? game where he dominated the Team USA. Team for USSR. There was like a. Was this the is, one where they cheated? This is where the this is where the world first saw what Sabonis could do because he was going up against David Robinson and he he had a great game. I remember that. I don't remember the specifics, but I remember that was pe- when people took notice. Can I give you his rundown? Please he do. was actually drafted in the NBA draft in 1986, mm. but he couldn't come over for a long time because of the politics. Right. So he was a center and he played for my God, 1924 years. Yeah. He played for Zalgiris, Forum Valladolid, oh, Real Madrid, the Portland Trailblazers, back to Zalgiris, then back to Portland, and then finished in Zal- Zalgiris. You said that three different ways. <laughs> Unless it's three different teams, maybe. Here is his highlights. He's got a ton of cool shit. Are you ready? Mm. The FIBA World Cup champion. He's mm-hmm. a three-time USSR League champion, a two-time ACB League, an LKL champion, Spanish Cup winner, part of FIBA's 50 greatest players. He was a six-time Euroscar Player of the Year, two-time Mr. Europa Player of the Is Year. Eurostar, maybe? I think there's a competition it's Euroscar. Called... It says Euroscar. What? The... Yes, just back off. He's a four-time Lithuanian Sportsman of the Year, Eurobasket MVP. He was a top 16 MVP finalist, an all-Euroleague first team, two-time Spanish League MVP. He was an NBA all-rookie first team, and his number was retired by Kansas Algerius. But does he have what it takes to make it onto the Kansas blockers? At this point? Are you f***ing kidding me? <laughs> yes, he's my best player. Who we got next? Well, I'll be damned. Oh, sorry. I just kicked in the balls. <laughs> Take that, Arvidas. I can't believe that. That's kind of fun. I just talked about him. Paul Pierce. The truth, Rafe's, Rafe's buddy. This is probably before he became a massive idiot. <laughs> this is before he got stabbed 16 times and shit his pants on the playoffs. Yeah, and, and, and when he threw his headband into the crowd and the guy just threw it straight back at him. <laughs> ah, the truth. Paul Pierce still thinks he could take on anybody in the you NBA. You know what? You know what? Paul Pierce has become a bit of a parody. I feel like he's very self-conscious. Uh, look at me talking about an NBA player like I know him. But, uh, <laughs> but people forget how good he was. 
I didn't. This is the all-time leading scorer for the Boston Celtics. Who had Larry Bird and Bill Russell. Exactly. They had the chief. They had the chief. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, what? You, an amazing basketball player. Why are you smiling? Is there something on the card? No, I'm laughing at your story. Oh, okay. I Am thought I allowed I thought to gonna, enjoy I thought he was going to say his stats were like four points a game in his first season. No, what, what season is he in? This is his second season, okay. and he averaged 17-6. and six. I mean, that's a great rookie season. Pierce was a unanimous selection for the 98-99 All-NBA rookie team, placing 10th in the league in three-point field goal percentage with 4.400, whatever. Okay. I mean, the truth is a great player, and I don't think you can go wrong. I think you've got yourself a lot of young talent, though, so it's going to be tough for you to make some waves. Can I have a good player for the love of God? Uh, you got a rookie. That's not going to help me, man. Rookie of the year, though. That's kind of cool. I think. Okay, that might change. Maybe. I think okay. he was the first pick. Out of Duke. Big uh, fella. A big fella out well, of Duke. Well, kind of big. Not a center, but bigger than me. Shane Battier. No. That's way um, later. But he is bigger than me. Elton Brand. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Elton Brand. Didn't he go to the Clippers? He went to the Bulls first. But oh, yeah, that's he, right. he did that's go to right. the Clippers. Yeah. You're right. Brand was the first sophomore ever to win the John Wooden Award as the top... He just says... It's, it begins with C and it's scratched out. The top C. I'll let you make your top own... <laughs> Everyone was thinking it. You didn't have to say it. Um, basketball player in the country. Do you want to know his stats for Duke? Sure. You sure? 22 a game. 17.7. There we go. <clears throat> Is it my turn then? Yes, please. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Here we go. Old Ian. Old Luckbox Ian. Oh, my goodness. It's so difficult. Well, the Essex Jammers won last year. Oh, look, I don't have these difficult decisions. AI or, or Jason Kidd. Guess what? You got a, a world-famous player. Okay. Who you absolutely could use on your team. You had him last year on your team. And on right my team? Oh, yeah. He's an Bloody Essex Divac. I'd say we're we're aiming a little higher than that. Thank God. Because this guy, I'd say, is in his prime. He's a big man. He's big enough. He's 6'10". That's big enough. 245. Former NBA Rookie of the Year was dominating in 98-99, finishing first in the NBA in rebounding and second in double-doubles. Timeout. You got yourself a really... Oh, wait. I don't have any timeouts left. I used them all, and we lost the championship. <laughs> you got Chris Webber. See Webb, welcome aboard. Come back. Get that out of my face oh uh, welcome back c-web he was mine you can't keep the card yes i can <laughs> he was mine he do you was remember, mine <laughs> did, do you remember you said at the beginning when we did the season one the video game playoffs on uh twitch you said to me who's the x factor on he your said team Chris and i said it's c-web and he kind of was for the first couple of games he, he, the first game he, he, him and robman won yeah. it for me and then he didn't do much after that but still C -Web. But i think this version of c-web in the dreamcast is he a power forward power forward potentially could step in at center but yeah it's a power forward well he kevin is. garnett then would be your center maybe we'll let them do what they want to do to be yeah. honest at this point um see where welcome aboard glad to have you sir it's such it's so stupid i cannot believe oh no the luck's right, always well, against do I, me do I get somebody? Oh, no, no. yeah you got <laughs> shaquille o'neal oh, so take that you. back <laughs> That's right. Well, you take your guy. I'll take my guy back. That would cut my arm Shaquille open. Shaquille O'Good. That's right. I hope it hurt. Is it Shaq? I, 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 didn't, so. I didn't really look at it. Shackle O'Deal. <laughs> okay. Who is the man that can jam over any man? Did you say Shaq? Shaq? Oh, no. You said Grant Hill. You said uh, Shaq. No, I said Shaq. Did you say Shaq? You said, I will take uh, whatever. Zoe. And I said, I'll take Shaq. You said you feel Grant Hill. I know, oh, you said but two after players. that, you okay. said, I'm taking a big man. So one of the three came in. Ooh, welcome back, big man. Oh, Time for you to posterize that bitch C-Web. <laughs> Ooh, please don't be in my pack, Shaq. Don't have a Shaq pack. Don't be in your pack. This pack. 
Your pack. Oh, how many cards have got left? One? I don't know. You have two, I think. Okay. Oh, man. He's slamming down the backboard. Cross-court long shot. I think mm-hmm. it's only fitting that I get my big man back. Mm-hmm. From season one. From the season one. only a- redeeming player on your team. Well, Drexler was good, too. He was awful. He was seven for 28 one game. Shaq tried to kill Robert Parrish at one point in the game. That's why I can't be mad that he's making a reappearance in this My game. hands are shaking. Um, I'm so happy. Wow. You got Shaq. Your backers will be happy with you this week. I think my backers and your backers have some really fun choices ahead. Oh, but if God. you're looking for it, don't even look at his stats. I'm just looking insane. at his stats. Jesus It's like Christ. 28 a game for 10 straight years. Actually makes me feel a little bit sick. I don't know. And he's good. He's, he's just a right. He's... he's is his fourth season with the Lakers this will be this is this prime is, Shaq this is peak Shaquille this is, uh, Shaq Diesel he's still in good shape welcome to the league big fella oh yeah he's gonna get this ship righted if I can count on look at his shoes in this card I don't wanna I wanna look at anything get the and you also I'm happy to bleed for Shaq what a cool card Willie I haven't, I haven't thrown a card at you this Since, season uh, no it's one for well we're, we're a bunch of whiny bitches but uh, you know who can set that out keep us straight is it Shaq it's Robert tractor truck trailer <laughs> the tractor's back weighing uh, in at 6'8 284 but we know that's uh, underlisted went to Michigan didn't he I know that he did it is only his second year well, he didn't last too long in the NBA he, he was never a good NBA player he was, he was kind of a he was like a big baby although big baby had a better career Glenn Davis in the he NBA he also has that gif where his lips are moving and I don't like it Glenn yes. Baby Davis. Oh, the, the yeah, yeah. But no, um, similar. Like They were kind of a bit of a novelty in college. They were good, but it was kind of a novelty because his nickname was Tractor because he was so big, a bit overweight. Came to the NBA. I might be wrong, but I don't think he had a very long NBA career. I know he bounced around for a little while, but he um, didn't do too much. Well, he averaged five and three. That's Tractor right. Trailer learned his hoops fundamentals from his aunt, Lydia. <laughs> 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 no, I'm nothing against that, but usually my aunt... I want to see the size of his aunt. She must be huge. <laughs> Can we find a picture of Lydia? Trailer? Lydia Johnson. Wasn't that wasn't that Larry Johnson's nom de plume when he became grandmama? <laughs> I'm not sure it could have been, but she was a center, a standout center at the University of Detroit from '78 to '80. So what do we know? Look at us. I thought it was like in the background, you know, just or background in the playground playing around and stuff. But you know, she knew she knew better basketball than us. Well, I take enough. it back, Lydia. Johnson, you unless it really was LJ teaching him how to play in disguise. <laughs> but what an interesting... You've got one more card left. Tell me we have an insert or something. Uh, well, your one is not an insert. No, I don't know about you. How stingy yet. are they with their inserts? Their inserts are not even good. Well, one was cool. The parkeet players or whatever. It's all right. It's all right, yeah. There's no hologram from Upper Deck, which they gave out like confetti. It's true. Your next player. My final player. He's a former Essex Jammer. Oh, my God. But a former rival of Shaquille O'Neal that's some great battles down the years it is and I for me this is the best card I've seen so far because it's got a very it shows his fatherly side to a young Jason Williams look at that that's awesome Jason Williams with hair god I hate this team so uh, this is Kings Vlade Hidivak no longer with the Lakers or the Hornets Uh, he was only at the Hornets for two years I That's, thought it was a bit longer. Yeah. At this point in his career, he'd been in the league for 10 years, 11 years, something like that. Last season, still productive. 14.3 points a game and 10 rebounds a game. Double-double. You're still thinking about Shaq, aren't you? No, uh, you know what? I am because it's... <laughs> it, how cool is it, though, that it went Shaq and then Divots, an eternal rivalry, yeah. back-to-back, and with Arvidas in my pack. It's kind of an interesting... It's like Shaq's greatest hits. Some quality big men you got there. Yep. Um, you could be boring and choose Shaq. You could switch <laughs> it up a bit. 
Uh, no, I'm going with Shaq. Are you insane? <laughs> he was the only bright spot. And uh, you got uh, Mr. Mr. Automatic. That's what I call him. Joe Smith. Okay. <laughs> Former Never. worst rookie pick the Warriors ever made. Uh, I think it was he. Oh, like- you're right. He was a Warrior. Yeah. I think he was the... He was either the first pick or the third pick. I can't remember, but he was picked way too highly anyway and didn't have a very good NBA career. But he was drafted first or third. I can't remember. Well, he was at the Warriors and the 76ers, and now he's at the T-Wolves, Timberwolves. One of the NBA's most improved players (laughs) during 98-99. Smith finished 17th in the league in... Uh, uh, rebounds Blocked no shots and 19th in rebound okay well you were close so he averaged 14 and 9 a game not bad well maybe i'm a bit I harsh feel, well yeah maybe at this point but for a pick that high you expect him to be a bit better i would agree with you but he has a cool name joe smith i want to see sorry i'm curious first or third and i want to see who else was in his draft class. Uh, i'll tell you what no 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 i got it i'm the stats man okay are you ready he's 45 years old from norfolk virginia that sounds like a british town Norfolk. Uh, yes. He went to Matthew Fontaine Maori High School. He was in Maryland. He was the 1995 first round first pick. Yeah, right. And who else was in that draft class? Well, I'll tell you in a second. Can I tell you his career first? Golden State Warriors, 76ers, T-Wolves, Timberwolves, Detroit Pistons, T-Wolves, Timberwolves, Milwaukee Bucks, Denver Nuggets, 76ers, Bulls, Cavaliers, Thunder, Cavaliers, Hawks, Nets, Lakers. Yeah, he was in the NBA for a while. Did his stats kind of really go downhill uh for, did would, he did he start promisingly and then kind of trail off i would well, as most people do but. yeah i think he was never ever what he meant to be hmm. like he he well i mean he averaged 11 and 6 for his career uh let's take a look at the 1995 nba draft okay let's see who the warriors missed out on any notable names you can try to recall i can't well obviously the next year is one of the best drafts of all time so uh if not the best so normally when you have a draft that good the one before is not that great so well, joe smith being first kind of but there must have been a couple of good players in there there are there's a bunch of cool ones but uh i feel like we talked about this joe smith went first antonio mcdice went second you'd rather have him Mm -hmm. jerry stackhouse then sheed wallace kg the big ticket ah yeah of course out of high school damon stoudemire oh yeah yeah that's this draft class yeah he was the he was the first michael finley Wow, he was the first one greg ostertag dejan mustard bodigarga that's not either. Anyway. Bodirega. He was actually very good. Constantine Popa. Mm-hmm. Why, Mr. Are, we, why are we spending this long on Joe Smith? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the die has been cast. The cards have been seen. The packs have been opened. It is time for us to make our picks. I mean, we went down memory lane. We looked at some players we haven't talked about for a while. Many that we've talked about every f***ing week. <laughs> um, but in a way, it's kind of a shame because it's going to be... I think it's just going to be uh, everyone's going to pick Shaq or C-Web, but you never know. There's a couple of mentalists out there who might go against the grain. Prove mm. me wrong, people. Are you bold enough not to pick Shaq or uh, C-Web? I, I don't see it happening unless I, I can imagine because I think a lot of people need centers. Now, there are a few people with Patrick Ewing. I have to rem- remember that. Mm. It's possible that they will go with a Jason Kidd because I have a great pack. Oh, shit. Jason Kidd's in there. Yeah, what am I talking about? So I, I, I immediately wrote off the guys that are already on. So yeah, so Jason Kidd is... Yeah, I think that yeah. I have the best pack we've ever opened if I could have drafted everybody in it. Shaq, Jason Kidd, and a young Vince, Vince Carter. But still... <laughs> Vince Carty. <laughs> Vince Cartier. And I also have, though, you forget, you know, Divach, mm-hmm. Sabonis. Mm-hmm. There was some... Then the rest were terrible. All mm-hmm. right. Tell me in no particular order, my friend. Kansas Blockers, you're on the clock. In no particular order. Vlade Divac. 
We still don't know how to pronounce his name, though. It's Divac. Divac. You don't seem <laughs> quite. You don't seem <laughs> quite. Anyway, sorry. Okay, okay. Shaquille O'Neal, Advita Sabonis, Avery Johnson, Danielle Marshall, Larry Grandmama Johnson, John Starks, Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, Elton Brand. I should have said you cannot pick several of those players. Uh, Vince Carter and Jason Kidd are not available for you. Just say it. <clears throat> Don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk. I'm taking Shaq, baby. He's coming back. And you know what? I think he's motivated. He's like in that heat season when he came out all shredded at like the MTV Awards. Oh, I think he's in heat. <laughs> <laughs> trying to f*** everything at your, at your training to camp. <laughs> Tim Hardaway, look out, everybody be careful. Can you imagine a horny shack just running at you through, I, I can't. through your back streets. And we have the wheat fields. And and causing havoc to everything. looking for a woman. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm taking Shaq, one of my favorite players of all time, yeah, and yeah, who yeah. was yeah, the yeah, lone yeah. bright spot of yeah. season one. Is it? It's kind of nice, though, to have some consistency, to have him back on the team. KG and Shaq will battle it out again. But this time under different rules and under different graphics. Yeah, that's true. So let's see if see if he can be contained. Okay. All right. Who have I got? The Essex Jammers are on the clock in no particular order. You have Joe Smith, Robert Tractor Trailer, C Webb Chris Weber, Paul the Truth Pierce, Rafe the Friends, Byron Russell, Ricky Davis, the Camby Man, Marcus Camby, the Jet, Kenny Anderson, and Zeke Zadrunas Ogowskis. I don't think I think that's the wrong Kenny. It's called the Jet. I know I think. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, some actually very good players in there. Mm-hmm. Some players that are actually probably better on the game than we give them credit for. Rafe LaFrance being one. Um, who else? Paul Pierce is going to be very good. Zadrunas Elgowskis. Elgowskis, yeah. I think they're very good. But I'm going to pick, obviously, Prime C-Web. Prime C-Web, man. Can't look past that. Welcome back. Good to have you. In case you didn't know, he averaged 20 and 13 and four assists last year because we mm. didn't talk about it. Mm. Well, uh, do you do you picture C-Web as a bullet or as a king when you king. think of it? King. 100% kings. Yep. I hated that Kings team, remember? It was briefly at the Warriors. What did you say? Had a, had a cup of coffee with the Warriors. He had a cup of coffee with the Warriors. That's who he was on with NBA Jam. Well, you won. know, the Warriors actually drafted Penny Hardaway. Traded for C-Web. And uh, yeah, he didn't last what? so long. He was only Why a, did he stay there for only a year? He was only a, and then uh, he didn't like it. And then who cares? And then he did. He really didn't want to go to Sacramento because I guess he thought the nightlife wasn't much or anything like that. And then he went there and he said he bonded with Jason Williams and re- was really quick to re-sign a contract. Loved it there. Loved part of being at that. Loved being at that team. But initially, yeah, he didn't want to go to Sacramento either. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like trouble to me. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to uh, get see, him under control. He was good yeah. in season one, though. He was... Well, I don't think he was good or bad. He only posted like four to six points a game. But he was a great alternative to Kevin Garnett. And I think that that's where your team is trending. You cannot be disappointed by that. What are these battles? Right now, I really need help at power forward. I was actually kind of banking on Chris Webber because right now I have Antoine Walker hmm. against Kevin Garnett. And Chris Webber, that's a tough matchup. You know what's what's frustrating as well? I don't think we'll see Tim Duncan again. It's come up twice. Yeah, you're in right. The same week. That'd be the one. Yep. So who do you think's rated higher in NBA? Now be careful, really. This is a really close call. I think Shaq or Webber. It's not. 
It's really? absolutely not. I think they Shaq's might be a 97, the same. 96, I reckon. 96? I reckon they're going to give Iverson the highest points because he's the cover star. Yeah, the, Gotta he keep gets him the happy. 97. Got to keep him happy. We know he's a 97. Yeah. I think, Shaq's a, I think Shaq is the second highest rated player on that game. Wow. Prime Shaq. Yeah, no, no, I, it's reasonable. I agree. I think, but Seaweb's like a 94, 95 then. I think Seaweb... I mean, Pippen's a 94. <laughs> Somehow. It's the golden handshake. No, I think <laughs> I think Seaweb, I'm going to call it 92. I'm going to say 94. Okay. Hopefully. I don't know, but that way, be... I'm happy. I, I I couldn't be. And uh, you said Shaq was a 96. I reckon. I so. agree with that. I mean, you're right. They probably, get... but I would not be shocked if Shaq was a 97 too, because they were like AI's the point guard and Shaq's the big man. That's your homework for tonight. See Shaq, and could you see Tim Duncan as well? No, because we didn't get to draft him yet. I only look at players we draft. He's not coming up again. He's been up twice. All right, I'll look him up. He came up in the cards. That, that counts. Okay. So, so I got a mouth. <laughs> so I got a mouth for the chocolate. Yeah, you're you're in this chocolate orange. All right, now we're going to. Oh, who do you think won the week? I think that was me, pretty convincingly. Yeah. Yep. I'm taking Shaq Diesel and I'm taking my chocolate orange. It looks like a basketball. And I'm going home. And think of those people who backed me when Kobe was out, and they might they might be some team. There might be some teams who have the Kobe and Shaq reunion. Wow. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, but you know, we're going to the next segment, which I I hated at first, but now it's a part of me. It's like a, a, an old piece of new underwear. That's from Wayne's World. Look, anyway. It's the Cheryl Ford Super Classic Tournament of Losers. Okay, so it was seven people picked my pack, five people picked your pack at the time of recording for this week. So fairly even. Yeah. Do you think those people are going to be disappointed that they got Chris Webber, those seven? <laughs> if they are, well, then they're as dumb as I think they <laughs> well, are. Well, it could have been Shaq. That's the thing. Well, there's interesting, you know, the Earlwood Wanderers and the Kowloon Street Fighters both backed me this week, and they already have Patrick Ewing. Tough Round of decisions. applause for Leon while we're here. Leon's my favorite team still. Picked uh, Alan Iverson last week, inspired choice. Oh, I don't like him as much anymore. <laughs> and, you know, I got to say, uh, me and Poop Faces, we, we, kind of, uh, we kind of found some mutual ground when he drafted Rick Smits. You and the Poop Faces. We have a long, bitter history. It's been a bit, of, a bit of a bitter history, a bit of a rivalry building. And I always imagine there's two teams from Holland, like we said before. There's the Poop Faces. And Martijn. And then, well, you got it right. Well done. <laughs> and there's the Utrecht Unicorns. And I always imagine their rivalry a bit like Liverpool-Everton. It's a friendly rivalry. They basically, the, the stadiums are on the same road. It's like 200 metres away from each other. They're like, like, literally, they're opposite. So... It can't be a, a, an aggressive rivalry or there would be no st- street left. <laughs> People would die every week. But it's a friendly rivalry. And I always thought the Dutch teams were like that. According to the Discord, that's all gone out the window. When Rick Smits was drafted by the Poop Faces, knowing full well that the U- Utrecht Unicorns wanted him. They, yeah. And that set off some fireworks where, he, oh, where Martijn actually accused him of knowing you knew I wanted Rick Smits, you son of a bitch. So, so through that, are you saying that you and the unicorns have found some kind of... Well, me sorry, and the poop faces? you and the poop faces have found some kind of common I, ground? I did in- until I saw just this comment I'm looking at right here. I'll stick with the McDonald line skipper. I don't believe I've ever said the term line skipper. You say it at the beginning, don't you? I believe my, oh, no. <laughs> my wordplay is a little more clever than line skipper. It's the McDonald's line leaper. He leapt in front of the wife of Antoine Walker. What so an, sorry, poop faces. You're back on my shit list. What an awful per- What an awful human being you are. You make friends with the guy. You 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 find a bond in hating another person, another team, and now it's out the window. Out. Yeah, it's okay. all gone. Okay. Well, it's nice while it lasted. <laughs> no, but uh, here's what's super exciting about this Cheryl Ford Classic. Well, uh, I'm still developing how this bracket will play out. Are we doing five minute quarters? Are we doing twelve minute quarters? We're, we are going to simulate every game. Yeah. 
and we are going to try to find a way to broadcast all of them. Yep. Or we might have to highlight certain games and put the others on YouTube. We don't know. But here's what's so exciting. Seeing their enthusiasm for their teams and this kind of trash talk going back and forth has got me hyped as hell <laughs> because it's starting to come to fruition. These guys have like full teams almost. It is. Well, we've got six players now after this week and um, I've just brought up the spreadsheet of all the teams on it. They are, they're all, they're starting to build identities there. The teams are looking different. Like I said, I don't think there are any two teams that are the same anymore. Before it was you and Pat, right? And you right. picked Pippin last week. Pat picked Alan Iverson, I believe. He backed me. Where is, where are the... He did. So yeah, no, no, no team, no two teams are the same at this point. Do you know who my early pick is as best team? Essex Jammers? Yeah. <laughs> Besides them, I might surprise you with this. Are you ready? Yeah. It's the Seda Gaia Centurions. Big O. Otis. He's got a good team he's got here. Who did he draft? Who did he back this week? Peter. Oh, man. Listen to this. Jason Kidd, Antonio McDice, Kevin Garnett, Allen Iverson, and Shaquille O'Neal. And Vince Carter. Ah, uh, that was a misstep. <laughs> Sorry, Otis. <laughs> well, who would he have got otherwise? Oh, GP. Well, then I'm going to go with the Utrecht Unicorns then. They've got Kidd, McDice, Reggie Millers, Pippen, and Peyton. Well, Kidd and, but Kidd and Peyton, I don't know. It's too close to call. We're going to need to have some deep analysis. We might have a bonus episode of just breaking down the Cheryl Ford classic with a special guest, Cheryl Ford, possibly cameo only. <laughs> I wonder how much he charges. I don't think we can find him, but I, he's my favorite. I, look, Cheryl Ford, as always, you have an open invitation. So who do you, okay, it's over. You took the screen away from me. <laughs> okay. That's getting bored. Ian, so. I want to say you're getting bored. Sorry with my analysis. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Did you get any gifts or anything, by the way, apart uh, from uh, beer? This was it, the chocolate orange and the beer. I bought myself a little gift today. What'd you get? Uh, $350. Wow. Tooth inlay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it still hurts. Take care, take care of your teeth, kids. It's, My, uh, yeah. Well, that's too bad. I thought it was going to be a little better than that. I did pick up a PS5. Did you? Controller. Oh. That's it. Did you really get a yeah, controller? Yeah, I got a controller. So that's my <laughs> PC controller now. It's a little disappointing. Uh, I'm trying to win the lotteries to get the machine itself, and I, I failed every week. Yeah. Um, no, there's no big... Um, you know what's really funny, though, is uh, Yuki bought me some headphones that are a bit of a downgrade to the ones you just you replaced some, for me. You get some skull candies? <laughs> I pretty much did. And you just found me the left ear pod for the one I was missing. So, sorry, Yuki. Unnecessary. Okay, poor Yuki. That's all right. The important thing of Christmas is we can share it with our fans and friends and listeners and buddies and each other. And uh, yeah, tomorrow is Christmas Day here, a non-event in Japan, oh. a, a regular working day. I had to take off work with a paid holiday. Are you not working tomorrow? No, I took it off. It's a holiday, okay. goddammit. Okay. So everyone out there listening, even though it's after Christmas, I hope you have a happy new year. I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you had some great presents and have a great day. Well said. Except for the poop faces. <laughs> I like them. Okay. See you, Leon. <laughs>